0: All right, hey everybody. Um, as you guys know, know I'm streaming from multiple platforms like crazy. So, wherever you're tuning in from, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I got a treat for you guys. Um, uh, so yeah, here goes the social media platforms I'm streaming from. Just go ahead and say it for people on Instagram. So, I'm streaming on both my Instagram pages right here. What's up, Instagram? I'm streaming from my one of my Instagram pages, my underscore on underscore Bible. My other Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last. That's also my Twitter page. I'm streaming from that as well. My Snap, my TikToks, also Trouble Don't Last. And then I'm streaming from my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sharkas for Jenkins. My YouTube channel and podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. And I'm not streaming from my Tumblr page, Trouble on Last, number one. But anyways, I have a treat for you guys, man. So uh, as you guys know, on my YouTube channel, I've been going through a series titled, I Hate My Birthdays i hate my birthdays so if you want to see more videos like this before i even get into it check out that playlist on my youtube channel upload past crossroads i hate my birthdays and this video is for anybody who hates their birthdays and here goes a question like do you guys get sad at all when it comes to your birthdays like do you are you getting sad as you get older right and there's many reasons why a person would get sad while they get older right So one of the many reasons why a person would get sad, which is why I got sad on my 30th birthday, is because I haven't accomplished what I thought I would, uh, what I set out and thought I would accomplish by the age of 30, right? So on my 30th birthday on December 28th, right, 1992 when I was born, on my birthday December 28th, I was really depressed because I didn't accomplish, I feel like I haven't accomplished anything, right? I feel like i would be further ahead in life like i would at least have two kids by 30. i thought i'd be married by 30. i thought i would have a house by 30. i thought i would be you know one of the best preachers in the world by 30. right like i thought i would be like Stephen furtick or like joel olstein or billy graham or i don't know you know just a, one of the greatest preachers and teachers of the bible tony evans i mean chuck swindoll you name it i thought i would be bigger than what I am now. So I feel like I was, I'm a failure, right? So my third birthday was really depressing. And so I told everybody on my social media platforms with this photo that I posted, you know, I asked everybody, you know, if you guys have any, uh, you know, revelations, any advice, any encouragement, motivation, just anything to say to me to help me through this dark time, because my birthday was a really depressing time, you know, can you please help me? Right. And so, I want to share with you guys uh, this one of the many things I learned right for my 30th birthday. And so if you guys are going through what I'm going through, here goes some help for you guys, some inspiration, some revelation, just whatever you need. If you get depressed if you're getting depressed as you get older because you haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish and you feel like a failure, like I did because I had I couldn't find any devotionals, I couldn't find any sermons, I couldn't find anything uh, about anybody speaking about speaking about and helping people out, you know, with the way that I feel. So I'm going to help out people who felt who feels like I feel, you know, as you get older. So here goes one of the many advices that somebody shared with me on my birthday, right? And so this is one of my favorite uh friends on facebook and one of my favorite people on social media so you guys should totally befriend her on facebook and instagram so this is her name right here sophia Faya, i think so anyways she commented my name you know sean christopher jenkins one last thing don't ever compare your life or your journey to anyone else's doing that will lead to self-criticism and dark tunnels you're sean christopher jenkins and god already has your life written and i promise you he wasn't looking at anyone else's life when he wrote it all right so this she spoke bars right so this blessed my soul so much but you know how sometimes you gotta read stuff multiple times and like really dissect it and reflect on it to see the power in it so this is one of those times man the biggest thing she said to me was like you know don't compare your life or your journey to anyone else's right and that was the biggest thing I was doing on my 30th birthday. I was so focused on, like, Stephen Furtick's path. I was so focused on Chuck Swindoll's path to ministry. I was so focused on, you know, even Martin Luther King's path to ministry. And I'm trying to, you know, be as great and successful as them in ministry, but did God call me to be Martin Luther King? Did God call me to be Stephen Furtick? Did God call me to be Joel Osteen? Or did God call me to freaking be Sean Christopher Jenkins, right? And who did God call you to be? Did he call you to be somebody else? Whatever your career path is that you're going for, whatever you want to be in, do and be in this life and whatever God called you to do, are you trying to be like somebody else? Are you trying to attain what you know that path and that career or whatever that goal is, the way that somebody else got it? And so the first thing my uh, my friend said on Facebook was, you know, don't ever compare your life or your journeys to anyone else's, right? And I want to show you guys a photo. I want to I want to bring this this home, right? So there's a photo I saw on Instagram, and it's this. I'm I'm gonna post it on my social media pages one day, but it's a picture of Jackie Chan. You got Jackie Chan when he was real young, and you got Jackie Chan when he's older in Karate Kid, the Karate Kid movie. So. It's, it, says, I, it says a quote from Jackie Chan. This is what Jackie Chan once said. He said, I never wanted to be the next Bruce Lee. I just wanted to be the first Jackie Chan. And so the title of this whole post was called The First, right? So you guys get it? Like Jackie Chan couldn't have been Jackie Chan if he was trying to be like, like Bruce Lee. And same thing for even Jet Lee, right? I, people my age know who Jet Lee is, Bruce Lee. Like karate was real big growing up. I mean, three, three ninjas, like, that was my thing. Me and my cousin and my brother, like, we were big on three ninjas and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, like, how could Jackie Chan, could have, how could he have reached his highest and fullest potential in his career if he was just trying to be like Bruce Lee, right, when he was called a chan Like, what makes Jackie Chan different than Bruce Lee? Uh, His stunts and, and like, how crazy Jackie Chan, like, what he would put himself through. Anytime he was doing like a stunt, he wouldn't even have a double. He would just do everything himself. Like, come on, man. You guys get that? So the title of this video is called Your Journey is Your Journey, right? And so many times in life, people are so occupied trying to uh, pursue the same journey that somebody else has taken to get somewhere just to attain the same thing that they got. When God got something different for you, right? And so honestly, that's my problem. Like, and I, I would, you know parents sometimes train up a child in the wrong way with the wrong kind of thinking because not every parent is perfect right parents make mistakes even if you have the perfect parents which i did like sometimes you know because we're sinners we make mistakes and we teach kids bad habits so one of the bad habits that my dad taught me was just comparing myself with other people right so he always say something like you know you're not like for example with stocks he would say like man you You shouldn't be investing in stocks. You're not Howard Marks. You're not Peter Lynch. You're not Warren Buffett. So don't do that. Or like um, you know I want to be in the NFL like you know (laughs) he'll say you know I'm not big or strong like somebody. So no you can't do that. But every once in a while he'll be like yeah man you could do it. Like, But he'll flop it right. So he has me like comparing myself all the time to somebody else. Like, You know what I mean. So now as an adult that's all I do. You guys get what I'm saying. But in this life Like you gotta, you, it's your responsibility to heal from the wounds that other people have put on you as a child, right? A lot of people have childhood trauma and they don't do anything about it. They just allow the trauma to get worse and worse and allow those triggers to get to them. And they allow those triggers to ruin the relationships that they're around and in. You know on a daily basis with everybody not just with dating and stuff like that so it's really vital and important for all of us like in our lives with our childhood trauma or just experiences that were bad in our past like we got to confront those issues and face them face those demons and try our best to heal from them but god is there to help us right and so here goes one of the many ways that god is able to help us through comparison so if you struggle with comparison this video is for you. Like, I just started a playlist about, you know, not comparing yourself with others. Like, don't compare, right? Like, how many people compare themselves with other people? Like, the average person, like, I'm an average person, right? <laughs> like, I hate to say that, but I am, right? So, like, to the world standard, right? So, I'm just an average black man, like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, celebrities like Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians, Chloe uh, Kardashian, uh, Cardi B, like Megan The Stallion, like you got all these like celebrities, like everybody elevate them and they try to make their lives and live their lives like they're them when they're not. You're somebody else. You got, got something different for you, right? So here goes a few quotes that helped me and bless my soul that I want to bless you with that I learned on my 30th birthday. So the first quote I learned is like, stop comparing yourself to people who started 10 years before you. Stop comparing yourself to people who started 10 years before you. Remember, I've been comparing my ministry. My chapter of my life, you know what I'm going through on my 30th birthday with Pastor Stephen Furtick with um, John Piper John MacArthur, like where were they when they were 30 like that's stuff that my dad would always say to me like that's what you need to strive for And but like No, like you got to stop comparing yourself to people who started 10 years before you Like I'm trying to get where Pastor Furtick is and all these mega pastors and stuff like that, but I'm not them I'm 30 years old. I'm just not starting, and that's what everybody's been telling me on my birthday. My aunties, my uncles, um, my my uh, mentors, like my Paul, my Terry, like all these people have been telling me, man, Sean, you can't rush the process. Like you can't rush what God is doing in your life right now. Like it's a journey. You don't get to just, you know, arrive and get to the place in life where you want to be. No. So like it's gonna take a grind. It's gonna take work. So stop cheating the process. Like. God doesn't cheat the process for anybody, not any of his children. God has a process and a plan for all of us, and that process is very vital in order to get to the places and the heights and the levels that God wants you to be. And if you skip the process, you're going to miss the lesson. You're going to miss having something and having a quality and attributes and characteristics that you need for the next level if you just rush and get to the place in life that, you know, you really shouldn't be at. Like, just imagine if bishops, if there were 19 year old bishops, like as soon as you wanted to be a bishop, you're a bishop at 19 years old. What have you learned about the church system, how churches work? You know, what experience do you have to like really help church growth? You don't have any. So, like, a bishop, are you kidding me? So, like, yeah. So, what do I look like comparing myself to pastors who've been preaching for 25, 40, even 60 years? Like, John MacArthur, you've been preaching forever, man. Like, what I look like comparing my ministry and how I talk and what God's doing in my life at 30 to somebody who's 75 or 80. Like, come on, man, stop. So stop comparing yourself to people who start 10 years before you. I hope that bless somebody. So another quote I got for you guys is this one. You know, focus on your own journey. Focus on your own own journey. Don't compare your first day with someone, someone's 100th day. You guys get that? Focus on your own journey. Don't compare your first day. With someone else's 100 day. And that's essentially saying the same thing. Like, stop comparing your beginning with somebody else's like middle or somebody else's end. Like everybody's in a different chapter of life. So stop trying to rush your process and say, like, because they're on chapter 80, I need to be on chapter 80. When you you just started reading the book of life, you're young. I'm young. So I'm 30 years old, right? So what do I look like comparing myself to somebody who's been preaching 25 years before me? 25. That's a long time. Right. So I'm just not beginning. So that's something else I have to learn. So don't don't compare and don't focus on anybody else's journey. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Right. So another quote I saw was this, you know, never compare your journey with someone else's. Your journey is your journey, not a competition. Now, I want you guys to remember that. Right. Never compare your journey with someone else's. Your journey is your journey, not a competition. All right. So. Here goes an amazing photo to go with that quote, right? So, your journey's your journey, right? Here goes a picture. I gotta visualize it to everybody on Instagram because they can't see my screen. But there's a guy running and he's chasing. He's chasing after somebody, right? And he's thinking that he's losing. So he said, "I thought I was losing, right?" So he's chasing after him, trying to catch up to him. And then in another picture of this, like uh, picture collage, whatever you wanna call it. He says, "But then I realized there was never a race, right? So there's a guy chasing after another guy, and then he stops and he sees that the path that the other guy's on—it looked like he was ahead of him, right? But really, they're both on two different paths. They're on two separate paths. His path is green, the main character. The other path, the other guy's path, is orange, and the guy's path just intersected with his." for a split second, but he's running his race and the other guy's running his race. And that's life, right? So, so many people think that, you know, they're losing in life, right? They think that life's a competition. And honestly, I'm a very competitive person. So I'm one of those people, like, so I know I'm speaking, preaching to the choir right now. So, like, I wanna be, I wanna be further ahead than what I am, right? Is that for clout for hand claps or show people like, yeah, I'm somebody maybe in the flesh. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. But in a competitive sense, you know, I just want to be further ahead on the journey so I can really save as many souls as possible just in case my time comes because I don't know how long I'm going to be alive here on this earth, right? So going back to this photo I was describing, right? You got a guy chasing after another guy and he's thinking his life's a competition, And that's the problem with so many of us. We're trying to compete with other people who made it, who are successful, who are ahead of us, when they're on a different path than us. They've they've been running the race for 55, 85 years. And again, I'm only 30. So what I look like comparing myself with all these great pastors and great ministers when they're running their race and I need to run mine. You guys see what I'm saying? So life's not a race. It's not a competition. Life's about being better than what you were yesterday. Life's about accomplishing the goals and the achievements and the wonders that God called you to accomplish, right? Because a lot of souls are at stake, you know, based on what you do, right? And if you don't be obedient and faithful and really make the most of the journey that God has set before you, you're gonna miss out on what he's trying to do for you in the process, right? So again, never compare your journey with someone else's. Your journey is your journey is a competition. And I said a scripture verse the other day, I'm gonna go ahead and read it. I don't think I have it in my notes, which I need to go ahead and put it down. Cause I keep on referencing it like crazy. But anyways, I'll just read it. It's Hebrews chapter 12, verse one through four. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders in the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. That's the key. So guys, God has set out a race for all of us. So we're called to run our race the best that we can with perseverance, you know, uh, The race isn't for the swift it's for the strong it's for those who can endure to the end right so the race isn't given to the swift the race isn't fast it's a marathon it's not a 100 meter sprint some people want to hurry up and get to their goals and get through their sufferings and just get through their experiences but god wants to take his time and his time is perfect and when he wants to bring you out of a situation he will and when the time's done for that situation so, you know, stop, and you learn what you need to learn, then God will stop it. But until then, we got to run our races. Our, we got to run our race that's marked out for us with perseverance. You got to see that? Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, our, uh, author of our faith. You know, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorned his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, God got a reward for all of us if we run the race with perseverance right so many of us want to give up right now you may want to give up in your race right now because you're comparing yourself right let's just focus on comparison today that's the that's the video you're comparing yourself with other people and how fast they got to what they their blessing that you want and you want the same thing but god's trying to do something even more special in your race in your path in your journey in your life and if you keep on trying to rush the process you're not going to learn what you need to learn and you'll never get to the reward that he has for you you know to sit down at the right hand of god at his throne at the position that he has for you that that reward that you're waiting on you're not gonna be able to sit down if you don't fix your eyes on jesus and learn the lesson the message the revelation that he wants you to learn and apply it to your life and that's all of us guys guys is a good and faithful God, and he's leading us to good pasture. He's leading us to great places, but you're only going to get to those good pastures and good places if you surrender to the journey that he has you on, even though you don't even want to experience the journey, right? So let me go back to what this person said on social media. I want to really make sure I'm hitting this point. So she said, "You know, stop comparing your life or your journey to someone else's, right? Doing that will lead to self-criticism and dark tunnels. I'm going to show you another photo, guys. So comparing yourself only leads to self-criticism. You want to know why I was so sad on my 30th birthday? Because I was criticizing myself for my life and what God's doing in my life and how I should be further ahead, just like Pastor Furtick, just like uh, Chuck Swindoll, just like Charles Stanley, Andy Stanley. I keep on going with uh, names of pastors that are, Great and known and stuff like that. So I'm criticizing myself. I'm criticizing and disrespecting what God is doing in my life and the path that God has me on and disrespecting, you know, myself and how God made me and what great work He's doing in me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm spitting in God's face and I'm spitting in my face because God's doing a great thing in all of our lives, right? So don't compare your life with someone else's and think that God ain't doing a good thing because He is. Hello. You guys can hear me. So don't, you know, criticizing yourself, self-criticism, compare yourself with other people. Right. It leads to dark tunnels. A lot of people are in a dark time right now. A lot of people are really struggling and hurt right now. And they don't see their way out of it. And the only way out of it is Jesus. I'm going to do another video on that. I'm not going to spoil it. Jesus is the light at the end of the tunnel. Until you as a christian i'm only speaking for believers until you look to jesus the light at the end of the tunnel because jesus is the light hold up the light oh you haven't found soldiers like you're in a dark place because you're not focused on the race and running to him you can get to him you can get to the light at the end of the tunnel because remember there's a way out when temptation comes there's always a way out there's a way out whenever you're going through criticism whenever you're struggling with any sin any temptation and everybody's going to be on that journey, right? So you can get out of that dark path when you look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. He already has a perfect plan for all of us. He already has something set ahead that's perfect for all of us. But we got to keep on running. We got to keep on moving. We got to get out of our tunnels in order to obtain it, guys. Right? This one of my uh, friends on Facebook, the same friend, she said, you know, you're Sean Christopher Jenkins, and God already has your life written, and I promise you he wasn't looking at anyone else's life when he wrote it. Mm, She is preaching, man. So, like, what do I look like saying I'm not Pastor Furtick, I'm not John McArthur, I'm not Tony Evans, like, and I got people even, board example, preachers like that, like, that, you know, kind of, like, condescend me and kind of belittle who I am and say, well, you're not this pastor, so shut up, Sean, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but, like, You know, God promised, you know, (laughs) he wasn't looking for anyone else to do what he called me to do. He already written out my path for me. All I got to do is walk in. Keep on walking, even though it looks dark right now, Sean, even though it looks like you're a nobody right now, Sean, even though it look like what you're doing, you know, you speaking and talking the way you've been talking, Sean, your hard work on social media is for nothing, Sean. That's what it seems like. But God already written out my life. All I got to do is keep on moving, keep on living, keep on going, right? I feel like going on that song. You don't know that song. Google that. I feel like going on the gospel song, right? Just keep on going on, man, because we'll understand it better by and by. And it's all going to make sense because it all works perfectly together in God's plan. You guys see what I'm saying? So let's keep on going. man. Let me show you uh, some more uh, photos to really hone in on this video, man. Like, uh, I'm going to do this one. So you got a photo. I got to describe it for people on Instagram. You have a photo of a little boy and he's looking at these two adults, right? And one adult has, uh, like, a lot of flowers on his head. And then the other adult, he has a pretty big flower on his head, right? And so the little boy, all he has is a little tiny green leaf on his head, right? Which, over time, will eventually turn to a flower. But he's comparing his little bitty sprout, his little bitty leaf that he has, a little bitty green thing on his head, with the other two adults right, who's in chapter 80, chapter 50, I don't know, they're way past him, right, but they have one flower, one person has a flower on his head, and then another person has like six flowers on his head, right, and the whole point of this post says, instead of comparing yourself with others, never forget how far you come, and so at the very end of the post, the little boy, he, you know, even though he has that green little leaf, you know, a flower starting to sprout out from it, And that goes back to what I was saying. You know, all of us are on different levels, right? None of us are on the same track. None of us are in the same race. Everybody's life and experiences are different. And God's plan is so perfect for each and every single one of us. He has a set out path for all of us that's perfectly knitted and crafted for your life, your purpose, your personality, the way God's using you. And only you can walk in it. Nobody else can walk in it. Ain't nobody else can do the path. Ain't nobody else can be Sean Chris Virginia's. Only I can. So I need to stop trying to be like everybody else, trying to do what they did to get what they where they got. And I just need to obey the Lord and do what he's called me to do so that I can get what God has for me. Because ain't nobody else can get it but me. Ain't nobody else can reach people like I can with my personality and the way God crafted and made me, Right? Nobody else can do that. So it's up to me to just be obedient and run my race, even though the tunnel looks dark and everything like that, and keep on moving to the light to of Jesus so that I become more like him in the process in the darkness. You guys see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, sometimes I don't, sometimes what I say, it just, doesn't make too much sense. But anyways, you guys, I think you guys understand it. So another quote I have for you guys is this, you know, never compare yourself to anyone. We are all at different parts of our journey, Right. And then another, some other quotes, too. I didn't get to say this with the other post that I had. But everyone's journey is different. So stop comparing your path to others. You have no idea where their starting line was or where their finish line is. And then also, going back to that photo of the uh, guy trying to chase after somebody else. But the whole time, he figures out that that guy's on another path. While he's on another path, they're on different two separate paths. And he was chasing after him for nothing. So... That quote I have for you guys to share with that post is you're not behind, you're on the right track. Right? So you're where you are right now, like I feel like I'm behind. I feel like at 30 years old, if I die today, my life was for nothing. But if God if that's if that's God's plan, then I'm on the right track, right? And if it's not his plan, and I'm being I'm getting discouraged about my ministries and what I'm doing for the Lord, I feel like it's for nothing and stuff like that. I feel like I'm behind compared to Pastor Furtick and Joel Osteen and all those people. Like I'm not behind. I'm on the right track. I'm exactly where God wants me to be. And I want to say the same thing for everybody else. Like you're exactly where God wants you. So stop trying to rush the process. Stop trying to get somewhere that God doesn't want you right now. Just learn what He wants you to learn right now. Get what you need to get from Him right now, so that you can get where you want to go later. Right. And I said that earlier in Psalms, I think it's 37 verse four. It says, commit your ways unto the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Like all of us want to get somewhere. All of us want to obtain something. and We all want we have goals and ambitions and stuff like that. But for a believer, you're not going to get to those goals and ambitions if they're aligned with God's will. And is what God wants for you. You're not going to get those desires of your heart and have those fulfilled for you. If you don't commit your ways to the Lord, you got to surrender to him. You got to look to him. Look to Jesus all the time instead of looking around, you know, looking what everybody else got and trying to get what they got. Right. We got to focus on Jesus and run the race that he set out for us. Right. Otherwise, we're going to get so easily entangled and we're going to be hindered. We're not going to be, be able to run our race effectively. And when you get hindered and you get easily entangled, you trip up. So that means you stop on the race and you stumble and you have a stopping point. So instead of making taking steps forward, you're actually Staying stagnant, you're not moving anywhere. That's a lot of people in life. You don't want to be like that So don't compare your life. Don't compare yourself to other people. Let me read what some people are saying. So one of my uh, uh, Favorite followers during this time, right? You guys got to follow her. So her name's Moncure Beverly, so M-O-N-C-U-R and then Beverly, right? She said runners stay in their lane, right? So we are expected to do the same also. Otherwise, we have unnecessary spiritual warfare amen <laughs> amen unnecessary spiritual warfare right we just said that and then she said you'll reach people that only will follow your ministry and not charles stanley or rod parsley amen that's why you need to be the original God created you to be man she always preaches me always man then she said amen gotta have endurance otherwise we will be faint. Yep. Amen. That leads to that leads also to envy and that kinks that hold that are holds to our blessings. So, you know, and she always speaking facts. Man. I need to get her on a video. Like for real. I just want her to talk. And then she said, We strive to get into realms and ways that God has not. A, Ordained or given us the green light to proceed in. Yup. She always be speaking to me. I know what she talked, man. Everybody listen. <laughs> Here goes another photo, all right? So just really hone in on this video. So today's video title is Your Journey is Your Journey, right? Do you know that? Do you know that your life is your life and nobody else can live it? Do you know that you know whatever your name is, nobody else can be you? Only you could be you. So it's up to you to be you so the world can see what God wants it to see. Because it does not glorify God to try to be anybody else or be or do what anybody else does. If that's not what God created and called you to do, you guys get what I'm saying. So let me show you what comparison does, man. All right. So here goes another photo. Like, and these are the type of photos I post on my Instagram page, by the way. Uh trouble don't last and then mine underscore daily underscore Bible. So check out those Instagram pages, man. Follow me. Like everything, because I post the best content for real. All right. So this photo says, In comparison, we cannot I we cannot identify ourselves right all right so what this post is talking about how it's a crown you have a crown a green crown let's just say it's green and then you have a pencil so just a regular looking pencil number two pencil you know i'm pretty sure everybody everybody's mechanical now but you know back in the day it was a number two yellow pencil with the pink eraser and the tip top lead. you know really pointy right and so the crown said to the pencil i'm not sharp enough right and then the The uh, pencil said to the crown, I'm not colorful, colorful enough, right? And the whole post says, in comparison, we cannot identify ourselves, right? And the whole point with this post is a lot of times in life, people, they miss out on who God created them to be. Like, if you're a crown, why are you trying to be a pencil? Why are you trying to be a pen? You're a freaking crown. You have something that pens don't have on you, which is you're colored. You have color on you. So be a crown in color for kids, for you know whoever uses you, right? Because everybody that uses a crown doesn't need a pencil. Some people that need a pencil won't use a crown. You, you know what I'm trying to say. It just depends on the situation, right? It depends on when you need, you know, a certain tool or not. And same thing for us. Like everybody's needed at some point. Everybody's vital to everybody and everybody's necessary every single body so if you feel like you're not necessary you're not vital you're acting like the crown or the pencil right you're acting like you're not colorful enough or you're saying you're not sharp enough or you're saying you're not good enough or you're saying like you know i'm not i'm not enough to be what god wants me to be for this and you kind of sound like david i mean you kind of sound like moses moses said the same thing moses said that he stutters so because i stutter i can't speak and God said, that's fine. I'll let Aaron talk. Aaron likes to talk. He loved to talk, right? Way more than Moses. But Moses was a pretty good speaker. He just, you know, he, did, he really was really insecure about himself. So so many people are insecure about your, themselves and what they have to offer to the world. But let me preach to you real quick. For all believers, no matter who you are, in your weakness, what happens? God's your strength. He becomes your strength. What does Philippians 4.13 says? It says, Uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Does Christ not strengthen every single believer? Does his spirit not empower all of us? So David, I mean, Moses, even though he thought he wasn't good enough to speak and he couldn't talk, right? I'm not sharp enough. I'm not colorful enough. God in his weakness would act on his behalf and be able to do what Moses thought he couldn't do in situations that seemed impossible and seemed like he, he wouldn't thrive under, but he did. And that's for all believers like Paul, Peter, even, you know, Peter talked a good game, but denied Christ. Right. But then when he got the spirit and the spirit came upon him, you know, after Jesus died and the spirit came, what happened to Peter? All the disciples died. Actually, they all turned from Jesus before they had the spirit. But when the spirit empowered them, they were all able to do uh, be under hostile situations and be in hostile environments and around hostile people and be in death-threatening situations, and not fear. Why? Because the Spirit of God was in them, empowering them to keep talking, to keep serving him, to keep on moving. So like, yeah, Peter and Paul are two different people. Like, they reached two different uh, groups of people. They did not reach the same people. You guys see what I'm saying? Like, they're both different, right? Same thing for John and James and moses and isaiah like nobody has the same ministry as somebody else you guys see what i'm saying nobody has the same path as somebody else nobody has the same life like we're all different so even in your insecurities even in your weaknesses of whatever ministry and field or race that you're in God's able to help you to persevere and run effectively because again with running you get tired right you get fatigued like I hate running, by the way. Just to let you know, I ran track in college, FYI, just in case you didn't know. I did the high jump, but like when it comes to running, I run is my pet peeve. But I do it because I need to for my heart and running. You know, my body, my insides need it, right, for the blood vessels, all that stuff, health. So even though I hate running and it hurts to run, you know, after you get a certain point, you can't, you don't want to run no more. You just want to stop and quit, right? But you have to keep on going because the more you go, the stronger you get, right? The the more your the more your endorphins and stuff like that kick in to where you have it, it start to kick in so much that you don't feel pain no more and you can just run even more effectively and persevere in the race right and the same thing in the christian life man like it's gonna get hard in the race that's why i said that this is a race of life right god has marked out a race for all of us and it's up to all of us to fight the good fight of faith despite our insecurities despite you know, comparison, this despite anything that easily entangles us to not be who God called us to be. And we think that there's something wrong with being who God called us to be. You guys see what I'm saying? So your journey is your journey. And you gotta run it, man. So, yeah, let's go to the uh, next photo. Another photo I have is this one. Man, I'm sharing so much with you guys. Another photo is this one. Here goes a quote. You are not them, and they are not you. Stop comparing stop the comparison in every possible way. You are enough, right? And so that's just talking about, you know, pencils and crayons again. And then here goes another one. So this is actually something I posted on May 15, 2019, on my Instagram page, trouble don't last. So here goes the post. It says uh it's two flowers and one's let's say it's a rose. So it's a it's a row, a few rose flowers, but it comes from one stem. And it's in a vase right and then there's another vase with a different set of flowers I'm not good with flowers guys. So let's just call it a sunflower, right? So you got a sunflower, but in the sunflower comes from one stem, but it's like follow. but they're tiny Compared to the roses, right? The roses are huge and it's three roses and then you got like five sunflowers, right and like um, the roses which is way bigger than the sunflowers, like the stem, the roses, everything. It says, I love my petals, right? My rose petals, yes, so it's a rose. And then the sunflower says, thanks, I feel like, no, (laughs) excuse me, I said that wrong. All right, so the rose said to the sunflower, right? The rose said to the sunflower, I love your petals, right? And then the sunflower said, thanks, I feel like I'm blooming way slower than you though, right? And then the rose said back to the sunflower, we're different flowers, silly. So many people do that in life. I've been doing that too on my 30th birthday, and that God has been teaching me not to do that. Like We're so fixated on what God is doing through other people's lives that we miss out on what God's doing in our life. We're blooming too. We're growing too, preferably. We should be. We're moving forward in our race of life too. We may not be where we want to be, but we're going to get there by faith if we keep on moving forward. You're not going to move forward if you keep on doubting what God is doing in your life because you think it's so grand and great what God has done in somebody else's life. So oftentimes, we are fixated on other things rather than what God is currently doing. and we got to stop doing that, man. So something else I want to say too is don't compare your rate of growth to that of those around you. You'll bloom in your own time. So bloom where you're planted. Bloom where God cause you to bloom. And all of us should be blooming right now. It may not be the kind of uh, pro we, we may not be making the kind of progress as fast as we want to make, because I feel like that. But that doesn't mean you're not moving forward and doing great and exactly where God called you to be at. So another quote, I think this is my last one, is this one. It says, don't rush the process. Allow yourself to grow at your own pace. Stop comparing your progress to other people. So Let go of who you think you are supposed to be and embrace your true self. And that's the biggest thing I learned from my 30th birthday is. I'm going to show this picture, Like everybody basically is a different flower. All right. Let's use an analogy. I wish I was a flowerist and I knew every single flower that there is. But you guys, how many flowers are there? Right. So you got different types of flowers. You got different types of plants and all that stuff. And they all grow differently. Right. And that's the same thing for us. They grow differently. They grow at different rates. And they some are bigger than others. Some are smaller than others. But at the end of the day, all of them are being what they were created to be. They're being the flower, the plant or whatever that God created them to be. So let go of who you think you're supposed to be. All right. That's what we got to do. We all got to let go of who, what we won't like to look like, what, how we won't like to be, what we think, how far we think we should be and all that stuff. That's surrendering to God's will because we need to embrace who he really called us to be we need to embrace our true self we need to embrace what god is doing in our lives right now we need to embrace like just his will and his plans for our lives and submit and surrender to that so the question is are you willing to do that and so that's the, that's one of the biggest things i learned uh for my 30th birthday so i pray that this video bless you guys man because i know i was uh i was all over the place with this one like i had so much to share with just uh this video, and I should have did it when it was fresh on my mind, because then it would have been way better. But you guys get it. Uh, journey is not your journey. And somebody said, uh, "Thank you," and she recommended John uh, Jeremiah One Five. So I'm gonna go ahead and read that. Just read you guys make sure to follow G G G. I'm just gonna spell it U I L L E R M O. Yeah, y'all follow her oh <laughs> that's the verse she said uh jeremiah 1 5 before i formed you in the womb i knew you before you were born i set you apart i appointed you as a prophet to the nations." same man this uh my person has been blessing me with the most revelation that everybody the moniker beverly uh hashed uh username user handle on instagram she said don't feel bad i toddle in the in the treadmill and that's lesser than a jog <laughs> hello yeah she was talking about uh when i said i don't like running and she said hey, amen we are all we all are in different levels of faith and god is the author and finisher of our faith not us mm. see she'd be preaching man like it's ridiculous man i just be talking to her and then she said the elephant has the genus Gestation period of twenty-two months, and the cat's gestation period is nine weeks. Ooh. What God has, what God has you pregnant with, is just as important as the next person. Just different uh, gestations, link, links Man, gestations. I ain't never knew what that word was. But I guess it's pregnant, right? So, yeah, I should totally Google that. But anyways. You guys know the drill thanks for tuning in you guys rock and if i don't get the same thing to you and you don't hear from me for for a while which perfectly you do because i got so many videos to share with you about you know why i hated my birthdays and stuff like that and everything guys taught me through it you know i pray that everybody uh, accomplishes wonders and let's focus on the topic at hand what we just talked about i pray that if you've been comparing your life with other people that you stop first of all and you just enjoy and embrace what god is doing in your life and you Focus on your race, your path that God has for you, and you focus on him, the light, at the end of this dark tunnel, right? And you get to the light so that you can run the race and, and get receive the rewards that he has for you, right? So, all right, you guys know the drill. All right, so here goes my social media pages. Uh, I was streaming from my Facebook and podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. I mean, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my Facebook and LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my YouTube and podcast upload past crossroads, my Twitter, Snap, Instagram, and TikTok, trouble on last Instagram, my underscore daily underscore bible, my Tumblr page, trouble on last number one. And if you really enjoyed this video, all right, so on my YouTube channel, upload past crossroads right here, uh, you'll see that I have this title, I hate my birthday. So check out all the videos I've done on that, like, and that's where you'll see all the revelations and gems and nuggets and all the blessings that. I got, I received from people from from my birthday, and I just want to share all the gems and nuggets that they share with me. So, this is one of those videos. So, if you really enjoyed this, go to that. And then also, I have a playlist titled, uh, you know, Don't Compare Yourself, you know, Never Compare Comparison on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. So, check that out as well. And then, also, lastly, I have another playlist titled, Instagram Post Explained. And this is where I explain a lot of photos that I see on Instagram and photos that I did. And there, it's really like animation. So I kind of just like break down the animation and what I re, and I share the revelations and everything I received from that photo. Cause there's so many great photos on Instagram and just in general and social media, even with comic books, like Christian comics and stuff like that. I like, I like stuff like that. So I just share like all the uh, insight that I received from something like that, because you guys know my goals, animation with my ministry. So um yeah so y'all be praying for me that i can pour that out to you guys so once that happens i really i really feel like yeah that's when you'll see all of me but right now it's just restricted so yeah oh you said where can you get a direct message from me yeah you've been messaging me on twitter but i get a lot of messages on twitter go to my facebook facebook sean christopher jenkins that's that's easier so I'll, i'll message you on there so you know that uh yeah, I see you. All right. <laughs> all right. So that's my uh video, guys. I pray you guys were blessed. You guys have a great rest of your night. And uh I pray in Jesus' name that you kick major butt this week, you accomplish all your goals and achieve all the victories that you want to achieve. And yeah, man, you kick the devil's tail, man. And souls are saved in the process and people see God and Jesus through you. So I'll talk to you guys later, man. Peace out.